Okay, so episode number 50 of The Space In Between, and last week we celebrated our year anniversary of this podcast, and this week we celebrate our birthday of Nomad, um, five years, five years of Nomadland, and I thought that maybe I'd just talk a little bit about Nomad and the lessons that it has taught me. Um, really starting six years ago, because six years ago today, um, first of all, this is my father's birthday, and he died almost seven years ago. So he died in uh, January 8th, 2013, and um, October 28th, as I record this, um, back in 2013, I gave notice to my job and decided to start this journey of Nomad, and then a year later, I launched Nomad. I made it an official business, and I launched the website, and so this is why we celebrate five years, because this is when it officially began, but unofficially it began a year prior to that. Uh, so I thought maybe today I share some lessons that I have gathered over these years in Nomadland, and kind of take a little look back for those of you who have been on this journey with me, um, or maybe you are just wondering what all of this is and joining us for the first time, and kind of ground ourselves in what is here now and where nomads going, um, what that could possibly look like. So yeah, um, Story of Nomad is, yes, abbreviated version. There's other podcasts with the full version, but 2013 was a challenging year for me. I, um, my father died that, that January. And then, um, very unexpectedly, I, uh, went through a divorce. So that happened in March when that all started to unravel my marriage of marriage of eight years. Uh, but we had been together for 15 years and so that came to a head in March, and then that all that comes with it, the home, the splitting up of the, you know, the pets, and, um, and all of that came, and, and it was very challenging. I, you know, I was running a yoga program in the Hudson Valley um, out of a hotel, and I had made choices to be in that position um, based on my relationships, based on the relationship in my marriage, based on being closer to my father. Uh, So I had moved out of the city to be closer to my father um, for his last four years of life. Um, And all of a sudden, you know, unexpectedly, both of these relationships were no longer. And so that summer, I was starting to have visions of something else for myself you know here I was in a job that wasn't bad you know I was creating a beautiful community there um, and you know still to this day some of them are nomads which I'm grateful for Uh, but I was creating this this mission with this again this old this old story these old relationships that were no longer and I there were still things that wanted to be born inside of me and being sort of tied down to um, a yoga slash desk job was key is keeping me from living living out these these uh, dreams of mine and I just and there was a lot of trauma you know being in the Hudson Valley and I was just experiencing health issues and so, yeah, a couple days prior to October 28th, I woke up and did not go to work. I got in a car and I 
drove to my mom's and told her I was going to leave my job and start something else. And I thought that maybe I, she was going to commit me then. <laughs> uh, but she didn't, and she fully supported it. Her and my stepfather supported my, um, my next steps, which I didn't really know what that looked like. I had set this intention to leave and start a business based in yoga and retreats, offering retreats. And, and, um, and so that's what I did. So on October 28th, I gave my notice and uh, we closed the program down about a month later. And then I found myself in Costa Rica for a couple days, just looking at a property for retreats. And then I ended up there for about nine months and came back to the Hudson Valley to, uh, to launch the business. And so we launched again on this five years ago. And the, the lessons that I've learned from Nomad was one, uh, you know, when things aren't going, working anymore, um, not to try to put it in a box, um, to try something new and to look outside of the box. You know, I've never been um, really a person who goes by the agenda of, you know, what society prescribes us. Um, and I found, found myself that I was sort of following into that, right? Getting married, buying a house, um, and it wasn't working anymore. And, you know, and it was actually taken away from me. It wasn't even that I decided that. But then when I was still trying to put myself in that box of what I thought life should look like and feel like and be like, um, it, that wasn't working either. So, yeah, I, I invite you all to also play with this idea if things aren't working for you. I'm not saying to leave your job or leave your marriage necessarily, but can you try something new? Can you think outside of the box? You know, for me, that was necessary. I had already ta had these things taken away from me and what was left behind wasn't working for me. Um, and so I started to look outside the box. What was what wasn't already being done, you know, what wanted to be born inside of me. Um, and it was definitely messy. I'm not going to say, oh, I left my job and I started this retreat business and it was all rainbows and butterflies. No, there was a lot of heartache. Um, there was a lot of hard work, you know, there were a lot of a lot of months, even still, you know, five years later, Nomad is solid. Um, but it, uh, it's still challenging, you know, it's still, it has to be done with love. By the way, I'm recording outside, so there is an airplane going overhead, but it's so gorgeous out here and I wanted to celebrate it with you all. Um, but yeah, I think that it's, it's important for us to check in with ourselves every once in a while, whether you kind of need a schedule and say, let me check in every three months, or maybe it is that you just check in when you have something that you started and you want to make sure, you know, into it, you know, have little check-in points to make sure that it's still working for you, right? Because I think sometimes we get into... Um, relationships or situations where we think, oh yeah, this is it. I've got this. And then we stop doing the work. We start, stop checking in. And I think it's really important to continuously check in, check in with yourself, check in with the other person or persons that are involved in that relationship or, you know, the project that you might be involved with, check in with it. Is it feeding you? I talked about that 
a couple of months ago about re- reciprocity, right? Is, is there a reciprocal energy there for you? Um, and if there isn't, right, how can you explore outside of that box? How can you shift things? How can you change? Maybe it is just changing your perspective or maybe it is really trying something new, um, going outside of the box, uh, so that was our first, that was the first lesson that I learned was, you know, to no longer try to put things in a box, to let myself be outside of the box, to let life be outside of the box. And then the other lesson was <laughs> my little mantra that I come to a lot, and I probably share this before, is to set intention and let go of expectations. Um, so when we're creating something new, we have a new, we have oftentimes some sort of intention or a goal or a mission. Um, but what I learned was that it's really important to let go of the expectations of what that looks like. So when I started Nomad, um, I had this intention of it being just solely a retreat business. In fact, it was even different from what from what it is now in the retreat side of things. Uh, you know, I wanted to hook up with many different properties and create little satellite, um, satellite locations for Nomad where I was constantly going to the same, uh, properties around the world and creating these relationships and having basically, you know, Nomad affiliate properties. Um, and then having nomad affiliate teachers that would teach at these properties beside myself. So I had that intention, but it wasn't really happening. Um, so I had to let go of that expectation. What did happen was when I came back to the Hudson Valley to, you know, build the tribe of people who would want to go on these retreats, um, something really beautiful happened in that I started offering these community events, uh, starting with the summer solstice that, that following year in 2015, um, where we brought together the studios in the area and we had, you know, about almost a hundred people and 12 studios that year. And then we continued it for another few years. And last year was our, our final year of that, we had 27 studios and over 200 people at our summer solstice event. So over that time, we had over a thousand people come to our our community events at, at Nomad, and that was something that was unexpected, <laughs> um, and it was such a beautiful surprise. So I had to let go of this intention of it just solely being this retreat business, right? Um, and made space for the community, the community events, right? Because that's really what filled my soul and um, also just filled <laughs> filled the seats, right? I have to look at it financially too. It's helped fill, fill the seats for these retreats, but it really filled my soul. It, it gave me the space of a connection that I had not, um, I had not anticipated, you know, um, it was quite, it was very quite special experience. And then there were so many other things that came came during this time that, again, did not have the intentions for. Um, I had this overall intention, but um, of building something called Nomad, but I had let go of these expectations and made space for, you know, different retreats and community events and the teacher trainings and our podcast that we are here now. Um, And even my new movement, you know, my new movement, Movement 109. So because I had let go and softened into that space, I was able to invite all of these really beautiful creations in, into the world. 
And then there are so many lessons, but I narrowed it down to three. So the third, the third lesson that I have learned through Nomad is it does take a village. It takes a village. It takes a community um, to build something. It is everything. You know, when I first set out, this was a solo job. You know, it still is. I'm the only um, salaried employee, if you want to look at it that way, um, of Nomad. But it takes a community of people who believe, right? Believe in, believe in Nomad, believe in the practice of yoga, believe in community, believe in Hudson Valley, for those who are a part of the Hudson Valley community. Um, it takes this village, it takes this community to, to live and breathe it, right? And what I had sort of experienced up until now was this sort of mentality of like, I've got this, <laughs> I've got this, you know, and the first couple of years, you know, I, I sort of held on to the control of, you know, not letting anyone help me through it, not letting me, whether it was, you know, just those little admin tasks or, um, you know, promoting things or, or teaching things, right. I was sort of like, this is all me. I've got this. I, you know, I can't afford to bring anyone in, even if I wanted to, you know, that was the conversation I had. But I let go of that idea. So I started to see how people really wanted to show up. They wanted to, you know, teach at the community events, you know, different studio owners just dedicating their time to show up. And and then, you know, students who, you know, continuously came to the events and then, you know, people who wanted to learn from us and grow with us. And, you know, so now we have all these, we have over 35 grads from our teacher training um, and a really good amount of those are continuing on um, representing Nomad as Nomad teachers and building programs with us. And I definitely could not have done that alone. And so connection is, is huge. It's huge in Nomad land. It's huge in life. And that was one of the greatest lessons, the greatest gifts that I was able to take away um, so far <laughs> from Nomad. And uh, yeah, and those three lessons, right, exploring outside of the box, creating something new without expectations, and then this, this idea of connection with others. This is basically what Nomad is, is right? Our mantra is explore, create, connect. Um, with this mission that we offer new experiences on and off the mat so that you can live a fuller life with more joy, gratitude, confidence, and connection. Um, that was the mission statement I came up with within the first year or so uh, when we were building the online studio. And I still stand by it. Uh, you know, we are always evolving. We're always changing. I'm sure many people wonder what Nomad is and myself included. We sit there and try to explain what Nomad is. And what, I come, what it always comes down to is that it's an experience. It's something that, yeah, we have these different offerings called teacher trainings and retreats and an online experience and, you know, um, a podcast that you're listening to. But it all is an experience that you just have to experience. <laughs> and I definitely do feel that when you um, walk away from it, there is this sense of, more joy, gratitude, confidence, and connection, right? More joy in your life, grateful, you know, being grateful for what you do have and what you do want to invite more of um, and having the confidence to bring that to you into, the, into your world and 
feeling more connected, you know, with the connections of our community and more connections within yourself too. I think the more connected we are within ourselves, it's way easier to connect with others. Uh, and I am so very grateful that Nomad found me in a lot of ways. You know, I, I am the founder of Nomad, um, but I really do. I think it found me in a lot of ways and gave me this space of, um, of hope as Jessica posted on, uh, Jessica Bugbee posted on her Facebook today, um, this word hope, uh, I think Nomad instilled hope within me as well. You know, it was a very dark time in my life when this message was calling to me and something just told me to keep going, even though it got really hard at times and, you know, I was sick at times and even thought, you know, emotionally I might die of heartbreak <laughs> or physically I had some scares, you know, um, with pain. I thought maybe pain would take me away. Um, but I just kept going and just kept believing that there was something bigger than my little self uh, that was making me go for this. And seeing the evidence of all of you who are listening here now and all of the beautiful people that have been on some sort of nomad journey, um, whether it's been just one event or many events, uh, yeah, you have given me hope and I hope that nomad has given you hope, uh, over these years and we are not going away, my friends. <laughs> um, yeah, and before we do talk about where we're going, I just want to reflect on all that we have done. You know, as I said, we started out with this intention of a retreat business, and we have done that. You know, we've brought numerous retreats to Costa Rica. My very first one was when I was living in Costa Rica, thanks to another shout out to Lori Beers. Um, she, as I was leaving the yoga program in the Hudson Valley, and I said, I think. I don't know what I'm going to do. And she said, you should do retreats. I'm going to come. And so that's what I did. I started a retreat and she did come and she has been a nomad ever since, even though it wasn't officially called nomad when we started that retreat. Uh, but yeah, we start, we've taken numerous retreats to coast, different parts of Costa Rica, Nosara, Jaco, uh, the Osa Peninsula. We've been to Nicaragua, to Mexico, to Belize, uh, Bali. We're going to Bali again in March um, in the Catskills. And always looking at new places to explore. We've graduated over 35 um, beautiful, beautiful yoga teachers in our 200 and our 300 yoga teacher training programs, um, including two of the, these programs at West Point. And because of that, we were able to give birth to a nonprofit called Tribe. We teach resilience, increase balance, and endurance. So I've mentored Jessica, who was on last week, and Amy, who has been on here before. They are the founding members, along with Cece, who is another Nomad graduate, and myself, you know, uh, mentoring those three, and, and I'm involved in the training as well. And so they're bringing those tools of yoga to the active duty service members in their community. We've hosted, again, four summer solstices, two winter solstices in the Hudson Valley with over 27 studios participating and over 200 people showing up at one event. Again, I think it's been over a thousand 
well over a thousand people who've come to all of our community events. We just celebrated our year last week of this very podcast. Uh, And then last year I started this new movement, (laughs) Movement 109. And uh, through classes and workshops, and we'll be launching our first Movement 109 training for teachers and breathwork facilitators and other healing facilitators. That's going to be in a couple of weeks. Um, And now it's evolving into an online course. Oh, and we had an online studio for a few years that many of you who are listening might have been a member of. Um, yeah, and so now we are evolving into the online world again with Who You Are Becoming, which is a six-week series that I will be running every couple of months um, that has been really beautiful to see these these women. We invite men too, <laughs> but this first group was a group of beautiful women going through a lot of different transitions, some divorce, some changing jobs, some moving Um, some arriving to their new destination. Uh, And, you know, it's been really beautiful to see each week how they've gone deeper and deeper to unfold who they are becoming um, with this movement practice and some other inner self-inquiry work. Um, So, yeah, we've done a lot. (laughs) We have done a lot, my friends, this past five years. And just having you all be present gives me the energy to keep going. And where are we going? Hmm, that is a good question. You know, I'm sitting in this beautiful home in the Catskills. I'm sitting outside looking at the trees. Um, all of the leaves are off the trees, which means that we're about to go into winter in a month or so. And we go in, right? It represents the space of death, of to give space for rebirth. Um, yeah, and I'm actually here on one of my last days here. I'll be moving down closer to, uh, in the Hudson Valley, closer to, to the community that is there, uh, for our teacher training and some other things that are down there for Nomad. I'll be there for a month and then it's a big fat question mark. And um, I just, I feel in my bones that it's time to go somewhere new. And I'm not saying that Nomad is leaving. Nomad has deep roots in the Hudson Valley. You know, I will still be present. We have amazing Nomad teachers that are doing amazing things in our Hudson Valley community that will keep going. And, you know, I am involved in their steps and helping them along their way, supporting them in any way I can. Um, but yeah, I feel for me personally, it's time to move on in some way, you know, as I said, 2013 was a rather traumatic time for me. You know, there was a lot of loss, a lot of grief in that year. And, uh, you know, I moved to the Hudson Valley for these two relationships that are no longer, and that have no longer been in my life for almost seven years. And um, I think I made the best of it. (laughs) I think I made the best of it through Nomad. And um, I just, I feel like there's something else calling me. And I'm not quite sure what it is yet or where it is yet. But know that the Hudson Valley will always be in my heart. And I will always be back. Um, And I'm crying a little bit as I say that. But uh, 
yeah, I think there's something else that wants to be born um, within me and within Nomad. I think Nomad wants to have multiple homes, just like that intention was. Our original intention um, was to have all these little satellite homes. And I think that it's time to explore again, explore what's outside of that box of the Hudson Valley and see what is beyond there. Where, where does Nomad want to grow? You know, plant new roots and grow. So it's a big mystery for myself included. <laughs> and I really do truly hope you stay tuned and continue to be a part of our journey, whether you are in the Hudson Valley or you're listening from somewhere else and want us to grow there in your community. This is a shout out to you, an invitation to call us there. Um, yeah, you know, I think we want to continue to explore what we offer. You know, we have really beautiful models of community events and teacher trainings and retreats. Um, and this new movement, Movement 109. So I want to keep going with all of those. I don't want to throw anything away, including where we came from. Um, so we're grounding ourselves. We're grounding ourselves in who we are and who we are becoming, even in the nomad land. Um, yeah, so... I think that's that, you know, I'm just so grateful for, again, for you who is listening, even if you are somebody who is just randomly listening for the very first time, wondering what this podcast is all about. Thank you for even listening for 25 minutes and getting a little piece of what, what it is that we're doing here and grateful for all of you who have been there, who have been the seeds uh, even before Nomad began, you were, you know, in my class and planted a seed in some way. I'm grateful for you and everybody in between who um, has been there and continues to show up. I am so very grateful for you and I will keep going for you. So <sighs> I think that's it from Nomadland today. Oh, and yes, happy birthday to you all. Happy birthday to Nomad and happy birthday to my dad. This was not a day he ever celebrated, but I think if he were still alive and he saw what we all have done together, he would have been very, very grateful for that. Thanks.